Hi everybody and welcome to Beyond the Textbook. Uh, we're going to be getting real about learning English and uh, today uh, we are going to talk about a topic uh, which is about what is the number one thing that students need to know before they start learning English. That's the topic but to have uh, a good discussion I do need a partner and uh, with me today I have Andy Andy is the Director of Studies at Elite Language Centre. Welcome, Andy. Hi, everyone. And first of all, maybe, Andy, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, a bit of your history. Sure. Uh, I was born in Hungary, uh, Budapest, the capital city of Hungary, and uh, I've been a teacher for eight years. I've uh, been living in, mostly in Hungary and Malaysia. Uh, and how long have you been at Elite? Uh, three years. Okay. Three years now. Three um, years, but you've been in Malaysia four years, right? Four years, yeah. Right. What do you think of Malaysia? Mm, I love it. I love the weather. I love the food. And uh, it's great that I can travel. Okay, it's good. Good, good. Yeah, I mean, it's so central, Malaysia. It is. Um, it you is. can go everywhere and anywhere. Mm. Anyway, our topic today is what is the number one thing that students need to know before they start learning English. So you've had eight years experience, you say, yep. in teaching English. So what would you say is the number one thing? I think it's, it's a tricky question because uh, I think they need, to, they need to know what they sign up for. Uh, they need to know that, you know, some of the students just come to the class, they, or they, just, they just start learning English and they think it's like, it's like eating out. And they go to okay. they go to a restaurant yeah. and they order order the food yeah. and and that's it and they pay at the yeah. end. So uh, you mean like the, the you mean like the English is like the food on the menu? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So they ordered uh, present perfect. Yeah. And um, here it is. Now or you have to digest yeah, or it. Or just sign up for a course. <laughs> okay. A summer yeah. course and they just yeah. they just come in and they you know they they they, they just they they don't realize they have to work themselves. So oh. it's more like coming in, going to a restaurant, and then you can go to the kitchen, there's a chef, and you have to cook yourself. Okay, so it's kind of like uh, what you're saying is that people um, who want to learn English, like perhaps let's talk about like adults, like mm. people 18 years and yeah. above, they would need to know that this is a serious thing, and their role in it is, can you tell me a bit more about their role in it? Yeah, I think it, making a decision is easy. Downloading an application is easy. Even, I would say, paying for a course is easy. Uh, it doesn't take much, apart from the money, of course. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Uh, but, but actually, coming in every day, uh, working hard, uh, doing the extra work—that's the, that's the hard part, and that's mm -hmm. where, that's where, that's that's the thing that some of the students don't realize before mm. Mm. sign up, before starting learning a new language. Yeah, yeah. So uh, most students though, um, they have a goal, right? I mean, they, they're here for a reason, is that right? I mean, most yeah, of them here have in a Malaysia, reason. Here yeah. in Malaysia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And but still, they, they don't know, they don't, they don't, well, it takes time to, uh, for them to accept the fact that this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is real. This is real. This is real. Yeah. It's happening and now. To, and they have to go to that kitchen and they have to start <laughs> cooking. Yeah, not just eating. No, not just eating. Yeah, they have to start cooking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I would say that that's definitely true. It's a serious thing. Um, one thing I think, um, okay, that 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 I think happens to our students is that um, if if the listeners don't know, um, in Malaysia, most of the English that we teach most of the students that we teach English to are actually international students. They're not necessarily Malaysian. Mm -hmm. So um, they come to Malaysia to learn English and then often go to university here or um, go back to their country, whatever. So um, when they come, sometimes they have a little bit of English and I think they have a little bit, either one extreme or the other, they either feel I know nothing, so they want to be in the bottom class when actually they, they do know something um, or they are a little bit too comfortable with kind of street English and think that they know it all mm -hmm. and think they should be in a yep. higher level. Um, but I think one of the things certainly for us and I think any language center is they have to realize that when they come they need to start where they're at. They can't expect that they can jump uh, higher because they, they can talk and speak some some slang or they watch a few American movies and they've got it some of those phrases under their belt you know yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, because uh, particularly with us uh, as you know because you work here um, we teach um, comprehensive English actually it's not just about you know English to get you by on the holiday we, we really teach people right from zero if they need to be at that level um, to 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 take them right up to Isles or TOEFL or wherever they want to go uh, so you really have to have a pretty in-depth knowledge if you get to that point yeah, yeah definitely definitely and I think it's it's also their their learning backgrounds so they mm. don't so mm. it's they expect the teacher to be the so how I see the, the role of the teacher is more like a learning manager so mm. managing the students yeah. showing them the way yeah. to cook right yeah and, uh, uh, but it takes time for students to accept that yeah and, and yeah so you're saying that they come from backgrounds where maybe the the role of the teacher has been different or I guess it's yeah it's a, it's it's a more conservative approach mm. Mm. and uh, and well, in high school and language centers, particularly our language centers, are, like are totally different. Mm. I mean, we have whiteboards and we have teachers yeah. and we have desks, but apart from, but but it's not the same. Yeah, you mean it's not that here is not the same as like in their home country. Yeah. You mean, yeah, yeah. and and often they are coming from places that um, uh, they were taught by their own. Um, people whether they were Arabs or Somalis or Chinese or Vietnamese whatever they, they were taught at primary school and secondary school by their own nationals and so the delivery of the course um, may have been half in their own language and half in, in English so uh, and also sometimes when they're at uh, particularly primary school and secondary school um, they're thinking about why do I need to learn this yeah. um, 
For those who already know they want to study at university, they know they're probably going to have to learn English. But if they are not that way inclined, they, they might have a reaction to it. They might think, what's the point? Uh, so um, that's another thing I think we have to do when they, when they get to an institution like ours where they're taking English seriously as a full-time course. They really have to know why they're learning it, really. Exactly. And uh, and if they know that, then that's usually the thing that keeps driving them, because um, they've got to get it. They've got to get the IELTS band six or whatever it is to to enter university. You know. And in the meantime, they need to learn how to learn. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, um, I, I think what I'm getting from you is that um, they may come from countries where they have just been told things and they have to remember them is that what you're, you're talking yeah, about they've been they've been taught at yeah yeah and, uh, yeah yeah and it's it's not something we, we do here yeah yeah we we like to get students to take charge of their own learning even though like you say you a learning manager is probably a really good example actually uh, a way to describe these teachers mm-hmm. um so Okay, it's interesting. So that was the main topic, which is what is the number one thing that students need to know before they start learning English. So summarizing that, what would you say, like in one sentence, they need to learn that, they need to know that. They need to, they need to know what they sign up for, which is, which is, a, which is a journey that can be fun mm. Mm. Uh, if they have, if they know what they want and they, mm. they know what they need. Yeah, 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 I agree. And that's the thing, once they know that, that's the thing that keeps them keeps them going, really. Yeah. Okay, I think um, we've got something here to think about. And um, uh, if you're listening um, and you have your own point of view, please uh, let us know through the comments. Or you can, um, I think you can even send in uh, a, a voice message through this app as well. So thank you, Andy. Thank you for coming uh, and it's been great having you. Thanks for having me. And um, can't wait for the next topic. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I get, I think I got used. Hi everybody. Welcome to Beyond the Textbook. This is a podcast about getting real about learning English. I'm Aisha, and I'm the CEO of Elite Language Centre in Malaysia. Every week I'm going to have a special guest, and together we're going to talk about some of the interesting points about learning English. I hope you join me. Well, Hello everybody and welcome back to Beyond the Textbook, Getting Real About Learning English. Uh, This is Aisha and uh, we have a new topic this week. But before I tell you what the topic is, I'm going to introduce our special guest. Our special guest today is Sarah and Sarah is a teacher at Elite Language Centre. Sarah, can you tell us first a little bit about yourself? Uh, Well, I'm from Canada. I've been teaching yoga and dance and acting for a really long time and I wanted to keep teaching and so I started teaching English 
And I'm lucky enough to speak it, and they let me teach it, and I love it. So here we are. Oh, great. That's fantastic. And it's it, it's a really interesting mix to have your kind of uh, sort of artistic background as well. You know, yes. it makes for a very colorful <laughs> learning experience. It's sa- <laughs> it has saved me a lot. Yeah. Have, being able to improvise yeah. has saved me oh, a few times. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, <clears throat> our topic today is about... Um, how does a teacher secretly assess students' English mm. in the classroom? Our secrets. The secrets are going to be <laughs> out any moment. Everyone must listen very carefully. Shh. <laughs> okay. Um, because actually, I mean, I think we both agree, uh, you know, it's not just about the end of month exam. No. Um, yeah. that, that a lot of things are going down constantly in the class. In one way or another. <laughs> yes. Well, I think the end of the month test is, tests are more for the students. Yeah. To see where they have, how far they have come. But yeah. we're checking in with them every day. Right. So what is like, for example, one one way uh, it would be secretly? Secretly. Well, just checking on them. really simple things like, how are you asking me to go to the bathroom? How are right. you asking what a word means? If you can okay. borrow something. Just okay. really simple what does word meaning? No, come on. What does this word mean? Okay. So yeah. if that's sticking, then I know, okay, they're listening. Yeah. They're using it. Yeah. And actually, one of the great things about having a, a native English speaker, if you like, um, who doesn't speak the language that, that they speak, mm-hmm. is they have to use their English. Yes. <laughs> so, so they can't be just like uh, suddenly using Arabic or... No cheating. Or whatever, you know. Um, so what about... Um, Okay, that, that, that's a really good idea is to, to look at, you know, how are they speaking to you in English? But what about other things in the classroom that give oh. you indicators? Well, just how you're acting and behaving in class, your attitude towards learning. Are you right. on your phone? Uh, are you talking? Are you yeah. off in space thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner at the break? <laughs> or are you with me in the room? Are, are you present with everybody? Yeah, yeah. So, so the right attitude, I guess means at least from the very start they have some focus yeah yeah, desire to learn yeah a want to learn yeah i can't drag you across the finish line i want to (laughs) but i can't yeah exactly and i think also um students they don't realize that learning english is not like learning physics or something you know it really is you have to totally engage with it you can't just regurgitate the answers in the end of the month it's really in fact like you said right at the very beginning actually the exam's really just for the students you already know I know how you're going to do. Yeah. That's the secret. I already know who's going to pass. <laughs> Which is something actually we do at Elite. Every teacher before the end of month exam has to actually go through the whole uh, the roster. Whole, yeah, the yeah. attendance yeah. and say, yeah, this guy will pass. No problem, no problem, no problem. Yeah. And then there'll be like, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Yeah. And the question marks are the ones who are not doing their homework. Yeah who aren't paying attention, who yeah. don't care, who have a bad attitude. Yeah, yeah. Really, if you're doing your homework, yeah. and if you care, yeah. you're yeah. going to do well. Yeah, that's right. And what about, um, okay, that's like secretly assessing <laughs> uh, speaking. What okay. about what about things like writing? Is there any like secret way 
See, I just read it. I <laughs> you just read it. Okay, but now it's been a couple years I've been teaching English. Yeah. Specifically to our students, which are mostly Arab students. Yeah. And I know when you have Google Translate it. Uh, and I know when you're translating from your head. Uh, so even teacher, I swear I'm not using Google. Okay. But I know when you're thinking in your language yeah. and trying to flip it to English. Yeah. And it's different. It reads mm. differently than when you think and write in English. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's a secret way. I know yeah. when you're translating. Yeah. So they might try to kind of look, make themselves look, you know, super intellectual. Yes. And yes. With amazing vocabulary. Yes. Yeah. Where, when did you learn stupendous? <laughs> Yes. Where, how, what is you superfluous in a sentence? Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I know, I know an Arabic teacher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, uh, that's particularly true. In um, I, I notice when students are doing presentations. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, good for them. They've done this amazing research. Yes. Um, their their topic is um, the future of the world. You know. Uh, uh, pollution crisis are we all going to die you know um and when i start seeing sort of phrases like um disintegration (laughs) um biodegradable um and get them to actually perviousness (laughs) yes get them to actually ask um then what does it mean yeah uh exactly they say well i know an arabic teacher but um so my answer is don't use it. If you yes. don't know how to use it, don't use it. Yes. So I started telling my students, KISS, K-I-S, keep it simple. Yeah. Simple and grammatically correct and understandable is way more interesting and fun to read yeah. than weirdly translated gibberish that you don't yeah. know. I yeah. would much rather read a really simple sentence yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And actually... Uh, this is a handy hint for anybody doing IELTS. IELTS. <clears throat> yeah, IELTS alert. IELTS alert. Okay. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> coming, spoiler <laughs> coming. <laughs> okay, so um, actually what IELTS examiners look for in writing mm-hmm. is the simple language and mm. the use of the simple language. Yeah. You really don't need to know how to use biodegradable and disintegrate um, in a sentence. It's not what they're looking for. They're looking for, can you actually communicate a very simple idea? Yeah. And uh, we all know simple is brilliant. You know, we, it would, is. we would love to be more simple. Yeah. Um, if you can explain something or explain yourself simply, you understand it much more deeply yeah, exactly. than using fancy words. Yeah. Because if you can explain something to anyone, yeah. Then you know what you're talking about. Exactly. And that's actually really what you're trying to do, isn't it? Yes. Be fluent. Yeah. Just have anyone and everyone understand you. That's right. And, and of course, have something to say. Yeah. Worth hearing. Yeah. (laughs) That helps. But actually, I do notice that when students really have something to say, Mm-hmm. They find the language. Yeah, doesn't matter. I mean, okay, maybe in the elementary one, no, it's hard. But particularly pre-intermediate, they know a lot more than they realize. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they do. And yeah. as I find sometimes if I sit down, I have to pull the pull it out of them. What do you mean? Yeah. Give me a synonym. What's yeah. a different word for that? Yeah. What's a simpler word for that? Yeah. And we can get there. Yeah. And I think going back to attitude is yeah. you have to do that to yourself, students. Yeah, You exactly. have to sit down and read it out loud, say, yeah. what's a simpler way of saying this? What am I trying to say in English? Yeah. Push yourself to be simple. Yeah. 
And, and actually, going back to the kind of the core question here is, how do we secretly assess them? In fact, every time you engage with that student in this kind of situation, where can you say it simpler? Um, what does this actually mean? Ah. Uh. Yeah. You are assessing, okay, yes. where are they coming from? Are they translating this from somewhere? Are they just plucking this this word out of yes. the out of the PowerPoint from somebody yes. else's presentation, you know? If I ask you to define a word and you use the word in the definition, <laughs> you don't understand that's it. That's right. And if you can't that's actually true. if you cannot pronounce the word, that's that's, another a, thing. that's another thing. And you can't pronounce the words around that yes. word. <laughs> Something is up. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think I think one of the really key things that students need to know is that it's not just about understanding and getting the answers right. Mm. It's there's there's so much more assessment going on. Um, are you using it? Yeah. Are you using it to communicate? Yeah. Yeah. Even in the most simple way. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not impressed by big words. Exactly. And actually, you know what? Sometimes I tell people when I went to university and um, did my education degree, um, I found that there were a lot of words that I didn't know what the meaning was. Yeah. For example, pedagogy. 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 Teachers pedagogy. love pedagogy. They love pedagogy. <laughs> I said, where have uh, I ever heard that word before oh I went my, to university? And when do we use it? In a and sentence. I never, never use it again. I never, I can I know what it means, but I don't know how. Teachers use pedagogy a lot. There, I yeah. used it in a there sentence. There you go, there you go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, that, so students are surprised that, that there are a huge amount of words that even we as oh, yeah. native speakers, we, know we don't like know like 5% what they or something. Yeah. Even every now and then I have to look up Google Still. and think, what does, what does actually that word mean? Dictionary you know? is one of my favorite apps. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's like in, a, in how we assess students, I'm also assessing if you're okay with not knowing. Exactly. Because actually, that's a really good state to be in. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you're not too far in this. <laughs> well, there's knowing nothing. <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't, I don't know and I don't care. I give up. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, it's all right, teacher. Forget it. I'm okay. out of here anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, yeah, but not stressing about yeah. I've got to get that right. You know, yeah. just saying, okay, that word, maybe I'll understand it later, yeah. but let or me try and see if I can get this I'm going to look right. it up. I'm going to find a synonym. I'm going to... Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. That's such a great way where I'm going to, if I see students that want to know, yeah. you're going to do really well. I know it. Even yeah. if it's, even if the grammar is hard, yeah. if you want to learn, you will. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it comes down to attitude. attitude. If yeah. you want to know it, actually, so really, if you want to get anywhere, it's not just about learning English, but if you want to get anywhere in, in this life. world doing anything, if you've got the right attitude, yeah. you're going to get there. The rest is just learning skills and putting them yeah. into practice, basically. So anyway, on that note, I think okay. we've managed to cover a few interesting <laughs> insights into the secrets. Yes. Secrets, uh, secrets, secret ways people assess, uh, teachers assess English. So on that note, thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you, Aisha. This and is so fun. We'll, 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 we'll see you again next time. Who okay. knows? Okay, I'm going to go Google pedagogy. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you. Bye. Bye. Oops.